welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com, episode 204. We're going to talk about PWG uh, AEW, New Japan Pro Wrestling, 205 Live, NXT, and our classic match of the week, which was from Spring Stampede 1997, the Macho Man Randy Savage taking on Diamond Dallas Page. But before we get to any of that... My name is John, and joining me as she does every time we do a podcast is the fire ant to my silver ant, Marianne. Oh, all right. Ant on fuego! And since it's a trio this week, uh, I guess the soldier ant to fill out the colony uh, rejoining us uh, is our good friend Chris. Chris, welcome back. Yeah, good to be back once again. Good trio to go with. I would have suggested, if not them, I would have gone with Little Sailor Boys with, you know, you being oh, Taiji Ishimori yes. and then Marianne and I being Shu and k <laughs> Because you can never get enough Toriyaman no. X references. No, you, you can cannot. I think that thing is when you guys talk about that and it goes right over my head and I, then I'm like, I want to take a nap. I feel like we got one of those references. Was it at Dominion? Yes, we did. Yes, <laughs> and we'll, I'm here to help you cover that. Yes, as promised. We are gonna we're gonna talk about Dominion and uh, at best of the Super Juniors a little bit. But um, first thing, uh, guys, is uh, the old PWG decided to drop the uh, the 16 card on us today, like moments ago, like an hour or so. Not um, even an hour. Li- literally under an hour. If I if it was ten minutes of silence, then it would be an hour. But we're not going to do that. So let's uh, let's go through this uh, this card here. Any any standouts? I'm just softballing this to you guys. I- I'm just saying, AEW already is in a lot of people's good books. Uh, this gets pretty much the entirety of California on their side for bringing the Super Smash Bros. back. Yes, outright like. I can I can I can only imagine what the pop is going to sound like the moment that they walk through. Sorry, pretty much. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I mean, they they are now going by uh, the, dark the dark order, order. Which, which is but, terrible. I mean, it's okay. It's not like the greatest name, but I mean, they're both evil. So it's not the Viking experience, you guys. Oh, fucking relax. <laughs> Very thank true. you, thank you for bringing us out of the dark with that one. Oh, we could have gone to the yep, good, nicely done. So, so we are getting the Dark Order taking on uh, the best friends. So this is somehow an extension of uh, the AEW angle at the end of the best friends and Helico and Jack Evans match. There's going to be so much hugging. There is between all four men. Maybe who knows. <laughs> I just know the man that every time that that hug happens, the Rainmaker zoom out happens yes. with it, no matter what company they do this on. Absolutely. Um, for, Ka- for Kazu. <laughs> for Lil sweet, Kazu. Sweet Lil Kazu. Sweet Lil Kazu. <laughs> now, um, uh, the first match I skipped over because I was like, I don't know if we want to talk about it, but I enjoyed Trey Miguel, and he will be uh, taking on one um, Flip Gordon. Who thinks the <sighs> earth is flat. He, he I feel sorry for Trey already because I <laughs> like him too, but having to put up with Flip Gordon in any way, shape, or form is 
the oh, worst. It sucks. Yeah, it's not. It's not good. It is not good for. He anyone. reminds me of like a super juiced out like army recruiter. Oh. Yeah, he's basically in the Army National Guard guy, so you're not too far off. Yeah, he's just such... He's basically, he's what myself, and not even myself per se, but Jeff and I just call him Herb Gordon at this point, because he's a Herb, (laughs) literally. The absolute worst. Oh, goodness. Speaking of the absolute worst, but only in character... Uh, MJF is making his PWG debut against one Oh my god, Darby I'm so excited! Allen. Uh, oh, shitty, shitty little scarf MJF is showing up finally. Yes! yes! Uh, this I mean, has been a long I've time I've seen him wrestle ago. in person a couple times. I saw yeah. him wrestle at... Mm-hmm. Uh, was it bar wrestling? It might have been bar wrestling. And I was just like, he is just... His douchebaggery is palpable. Oh, yeah. Like, like you it, can feel it. Yeah. It I'm makes just, you uncomfortable. He screams like the closest thing to just an outright mass hole that you can possibly witness in person without stepping into Boston. So <laughs> he's, he's such a heavy dick. shot. Yeah, but I mean, heavy he shot, really but well, not wrong. But yeah. <laughs> it's like, am I wrong? Am I wrong, though? <laughs> no, no, you're not. Dope. No, you are not. What else do we got here, guys? I mean, oh. Okay, so um, we have Bandito, Flamita, and Ray Horace, uh, I believe, taking on uh, Black Taurus, making his uh, PWG, PWG debut, debut yep. and the uh, Ladero Kid and Puma King. Um, Laredo Kid, isn't it? Laredo, sorry. Yeah, Laredo Kid, yep. I always uh, think crazy, of Crazy, crazy stuff. Black Taurus has definitely been coming up a lot throughout this past year, so seeing him finally get this sort of debut his name is gonna explode yes time. i saw him at with um, the north america side of defense so yeah absolutely i believe he was on a card or two during wrestlemania weekend yeah mm-hmm. uh and i i feel like he had a match with darby allen that weekend um i have my sheets so i can check that real quick not not gonna lie. Also, yes, it was fun uh, fact. US, U.S. versus the world. Uh, Black Taurus defeated Darby Allen in that event. Yeah, that was a and, fun match. And during WrestleCon's uh, Joey Ryan's penis party, where it was uh, Ultimo Dragon beating uh, Black Taurus and Green Ant and Mister Iguana and Puma King and Shark Boy. Yes. So, Yo, and also on top of that, Taurus is the best sign. Hey, I can confirm that. <laughs> John Pingle, hey. uh, known Taurus, known got, known Taurus. Uh, <laughs> I've got I've gotten along with Tauruses for the most part. I'm not sure exactly what they say in regards of Sagittarius and Taurus's relationships, but I feel oh, like you know who's a Sagittarius? Okay. Who podcast friend Bezod? Oh, but also John Moxley is a Sagittarius. Oh, I feel nice. I feel like I get along with them pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I haven't encountered any crazy issues. So. All of my favorite <laughs> people, all of my favorite people are either Libra or Taurus. Oh my! There mom's, My mom's a Libra. Tim Dons is a Libra. There you go. So is Simon Gotch. Well, they, and then oh wait, oh my one, God, I'm then so, one, Marianne, Dustin. Marianne, hold Dustin on. Dustin is a Taurus. Marianne, I apologize. What? I apologize. Hold on. You just made the list. Thank you. I'm so I sorry. I was about to say no, and it makes me think at this point. I'm just like, wow. Imagine an actual wrestling podcast trying to pair up all of these wrestlers that we know 
into their sides and trying to figure out which sign actually has Bitch. the best was under it. Bitch. <laughs> Don't even put that idea in my head. All right. Mo- moving on here. <laughs> Anyways, we, move got, on. we got Jungle Boy taking on Joey Janela. That should be um, rematch from that. Spring Break Night yes. 2. Good yes. stuff. I believe Can't Jungle Boy won that match, too. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Brody King. This is a. Uh, Brody King taking on David Starr. That uh, <laughs> that's gonna be crazy. You know, I've co- I've come around on Brody a lot over the last couple of months. I wasn't very impressed, and I've told a lot Jack of people as I know much. Were not very impressed. Yeah, I wasn't, and I was telling Jack as much a couple of months back. But he's really been getting better and better since kind of getting into ROH cool. and I guess working with their dojo a little more. So. Yeah, and what helps to too that. is he's a stellar human being. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which um, like really helps my like perception of people. He's a mm-hmm. really really awesome dude. We're going to talk about the G1 in a moment here, but um because yeah, we'll we'll mention it for sure, but yeah, should be a good match and David Starr plays a douchey heel really well. Yes, so he does. hopefully he dies <laughs> in that regard. Well, I I I just because we're at Brody King and we're not going to talk, do you think Brody King is a long shot to be in the G1 this year? I mean, they got it, it. I guess it depends on what they want him to do within ROH uh, during the summer portion. Given that he is one of the three men holding the six oh, man belts yes. that they have there, so very true. I I think a long shot, sure. I just don't think he gets the call this year. Okay. Probably next year, though, if the partnership remains. Excellent. Uh, and then our main event is uh, it's a doozy. It's uh, LAX Ortiz and Santana. Taking on the Rascals, Zachary Wentz and Desmond Xavier uh, in a ladder match for those uh, very foldable PWG World Tag Team titles. Man, I that's going to be super interesting. That yeah. the Globe is going to be hosting that to begin with, and then when you consider Zach and uh, Dez's ring all together at this point, I believe they are in the top three ever of the. Uh, company in terms of like the longest amount of days held they have to i be. believe yeah they have to be at this point or at the very least they have to be like very very close they to... okay no they're number two on the list they he... just passed uh arrogance uh which is the team of chris bosh and scott lost Woo! last week around so they're they are at 420 plus days now yeah now the Young Bucks are at a combined 2,053 days, which isn't exactly going to get beat. But when you consider this is their first reign and they already have seven defenses to their name on yeah. top of it, yeah, this has been a success altogether for them. Maybe it's the time that they lose them, unfortunately. But Maybe. I-, I would love to see them still retaining because they've been... When you consider how the tag division sort of was there for a little bit with the Bucks holding it for... a Two, close to two years and then the lucha brothers winning it and not defending it as often then the Cobb riddle team that won it fairly briefly before the rascals uh pulled it off in the three-way match they've been defending those titles pretty much ever since gaining them so i like to see more of that because they've put in some fantastic matches yeah i would love to see it uh, when was the last time we had a ddt was it 2015? Was that the last? I, I think so. Was, yeah, 2014, 2015. I would want to say, yeah. I'd love to see another one of those. That'd be fun. I, I think it's time. Honestly, yeah. I think you could do it at this point as like a winter deal. Absolutely, that would be great. I would love to 
attend one of those. So this this is a pretty solid show. Uh, tickets go on sale next Thursday. Um, yeah, but, which means I'm not going to be able to make it just because there's some stuff going on here that I've got to take care of first. But ah, bummed. Bola for sure. Bola for sure. Oh, my, my pay period has changed. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. So yeah, I don't get right. paid on the same days anymore. I didn't get paid today. I normally would have gotten paid today because the company switched over. Gotcha. So, so it's they next had to give Friday. me a they had to give me a loan of money. Woo. Oh, yeah, because because they're legally supposed to pay me even though the company switched over. They can't leave me with this many weeks not paid when I worked. Gotcha, Carol. You know, and uh, so now okay, I'm like, labor walls. Yes. fucking yeah. blows. Yeah, that's brutal, dude. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I need a. I was like, I have a car payment to make that I have to switch over and the 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 things now, and it's like, so now I don't. I get paid the seventh and the twenty first instead of the fifteenth and the thirtieth. Oof. Oof. Like, God damn it. <laughs> Like, yeah, I'm on, first man. in the fifteenth now, which is and by first in the fifteenth, yeah. that's when they put uh the payroll in. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, with with yeah. me it's we didn't have direct deposit before. We Ooh. would get hard oh, checks. Okay. And so now we have direct deposit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like such a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Speaking of pains in the asses, I logged on to AEW Ticks this morning. Uh and did not get tickets to All Out. It's fine. It's fine, guys. For me, I was. You sound so devastated. Begin- yeah. For for me, I was at work to begin with, and knowing that Boa is like three weeks after All Out, I'm like, I'm gonna Ooh. skip out on sh- on Hoffman States Estates this roundabout. Yeah, you know what? That is a great point, and I feel way better about that now because my this is not Chicago. This is Hoffman Estates. This is like the boonies at that point, and it's the worst part for me is that Jeff, my co-host, he was uh, raised in Hoffman Estates, and he warned me right off the bat, like you're not going to find a whole lot over there. Just throwing this out right now, so that way you understand. And I'm like, and after all in after me and my friends that when we went to the show when we decided yeah we need to find something to eat and shit like that just about every place close enough to sear center was already close <laughs> or packed to shit so oh, i'm just boy. like yeah no we're not repeating this again you know or, what rather like you guys can do that if you want I'm not going to do that again. You know what? I mean, spending $50 and sitting at home sounds pretty good right about now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm bad about it. But you. also, just just you reminding me that Bola is three weeks after that, because I usually go real hard in the paint during Bola. And it's yeah, like, it's, not not just that, but I mean, this me this is the time of the year where those cards are going to get though the uh, excuse me the participants are going to be announced sooner or later. So yeah, I usually I'm expecting like Monday night we're going to start hearing a couple of those drop and I'm going to yeah. lose my I'm shit. I'm going to be losing my goddamn mind. I usually go. I scroll back to see what date they start announcing people, and yeah. it is about just. Just let's, if you can help it, please do it. But at the same time, please don't do what you did to me last year, PWG, when you announced Shingo as the final entrant for the tournament. Because (laughs) I think I legitimately just, um, that was a lose your shit moment right there. Yeah. Because I was like, I hope he comes. I hope he comes. And like, it actually happened. Yeah. (laughs) The heavens have answered me. I mean, last year's was an absolute banger. 
my god this this year i mean i'm i'm about to like after this pop one of those blu-rays in and watch iliad uh shingo because that shit oh, was nuts uh, that match and then them against ring comp yes one as well so good but um they started announcing competitors on june 18th last and today's year the 14th when we're recording this so yeah yes. monday that that falls next tuesday but yeah monday we i wouldn't be surprised if we start getting at least the first like three or four names yeah oh boy i'm excited um guys there's one last thing before we get in the new japan that i just checked i randomly was like oh i wonder what else they've announced for the gcw that's happening out here Mm -hmm. and uh i don't know if you guys saw but uh uh the king nick gage said tweeted out Where's Jimmy Havoc? Oh, and Jimmy fuck. Havoc replied, "I'm at the bar. Do you want to come down for a drink and a fight?" And they announced the match a little later. It's gonna Amazing. be Nick fucking Gage taking on Jimmy fucking Havoc for the GCW so Championship. I am. I uh, just, uh, that's gonna be amazing. I'm. I bought tickets solely because. Um, Masato Tanaka is going to be there. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, which but, is a good call. Yeah. He, he he is a good in yes. general. So uh, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, so, you know, when you you miss out on one wrestling thing, you got two million other things to choose from. That's the beauty of 2019 in a nutshell. Oh, it's great. Also, my AEW hat came in the mail today. Nice. Good for you. And one of my new Jonathan Gresham shirts came in the mail. How many Ooh. do you have now? Do you have equal amount of Jonathan Gresham shirts that I have of Chuck Taylor? No, absolutely not. I only have <laughs> I only have two. I have two, technically three, if you count the Death by Roll Up hat. I have his. Uh, I think it was his one of his ROH shirts, and now I have the. Uh, it's the Run DMC, but instead of saying Run DMC in between the uh, red lines, it's uh, the octopus. Oh, that's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, love good it. I, I was like, I have like nine Chuck Taylor shirts. Yeah. So. Quick, quick bullet notes. Chris Brooks, if you're hearing this, please come to bowl this year. <laughs> oh, he fucking don't get better with his schadenfreude. Oh, I know. He I, I, would, would, I would be completely okay with him, Mark, and Kyle being in this year's tournament just so we can get a schadenfreude match. Oh, man, that'd be schadenfreude. great. Schadenfreude. That would be amazing. Dominic's like gagging somewhere over in Germany at our pronunciation he, being just uh, god awful. Yeah, to be fair, foreigner on like two counts here, so my bad, Dominic. Foreign <laughs> um, on two counts. So I think bad at soccer. Bef- one count. Before we move yep. on, since we're <laughs> we're kind of talking about people that might be in Bola. Mm-hmm. Um, so last year, I feel like it was a lot of Japanese wrestlers. We had T Hawk, Shingo. Um, Shima. Yeah, mm-hmm. Shima. And I feel like there was somebody else that I'm missing. Maybe I'm not. Um, they usually kind of go with the th- with one area of the globe. And uh, I'm just going to put this out into the world just because I'm selfish. I would really like, and I don't know if, if how they are on, on terms, I would love to see Mike Quackenbush at Bola. I think that'd be really fun. I think he could be. You like would. What you Jody, would freak the fuck out. I would. He, he, he would be kind of like what Jody Fleisch was last year, to be honest. So yeah. I wouldn't be entirely surprised if he is a pick for that. I mean, they moved the dates for 
because uh, King of Trios usually happens the same weekend. Yeah, and, and now it's moved into October, so I could definitely see that. I mean, being he, kind of opening an extra gateway to kind of have that as a choice. Uh, all I'm all I'm saying is this: like we have our particular wish list. I I just want Uncle June to come. <laughs> yeah man absolutely let's do it let's 100%. get crazy i'd love to see some noah guys or some all japan guys i've yes, been like, uh, yeah it, yeah it'd be fun to see like old man segura or even like kaido kitomiya as well <laughs> just, like, just pop up for a night that'd be great i uh i'm i'm doing a deep dive thanks to dan he is just uh he Dan's is a good being. Yes. Again, can't say that enough times. Oh no, he's one of one of the best dudes on the internet slash the planet slash the universe slash, slash the, the galaxy. galaxy. <laughs> Same wavelength there. Nice. <laughs> no, but he's been giving me a lot of uh, other uh, Japanese promotions that are not New Japan, and he randomly yeah. threw me a a curveball, and he started sending me lucha stuff. I'm like, Dan, what the hell's happening? I don't <laughs> mind it, but. You know. Uh, okay. Yeah. Let anyways. us let us uh Marianne, we're uh, we're going to talk about best of the super juniors for a little bit uh and also Dominion. So um, I should just check out. Just stare at a wall for like 40 minutes. It's fine. 40 minutes? No, we're not going to talk. We're not going to do a deep dive. Cut. I was like, "Yo, can I take a nap?" <laughs> no, I, I I assume Chris, you're going to talk about this on uh Strong Style Story. Yeah, yes. we Jeff and I actually discovered that on the most recent episode that went up a couple of days ago. There you go. But I'm um, definitely what let's abridge it accordingly. Final thoughts because there's definitely some things that came out of this. Yes. So, uh just to cover really qu- quickly Best of Super Juniors overall as a tournament Really enjoyed it. A Block was definitely like the actual A show out yes. of this entire bit. Absolutely. Um, bangers, throughout bangers. Um, fine. I'm going to probably surprise a couple of people with, with this, but then again, anybody who may listen to Strong Style Story that's listening to this probably has heard it at this point, where I didn't think the choice in question of who won was necessarily bad from a booking and sort of logical somewhat short long-term sense right short uh, but it's more so the fact that we just fucking hate Will Osprey so goddamn <laughs> much as a human being yeah uh, why i mean I, Sh- shingles undefeated streak should not have suffered for this no like, I, a, a part of me makes me think it at this point i'm like if you're gonna do this like i get osprey has the credentials to do it and they did a really good job following up on that which will go into come dominion yeah but i'm like at the same time there's the selfish side of me that's going why just not give that to show on night one in this case and then have shingle just plow through the field yeah uh, I, I mean i usually on on the first night of any new japan tournament they do this the shocker the shocker more yeah. often than not tends to come in night one. Definitely. Yeah, I mean uh, the one, the most recent shocker for me would be Marafuji pinning Okada. Oh God! <laughs> I mean, kicking the li- yes. the actual living shit out of Okada on the yes. way to doing that. But yes, uh, that was a thing. Yeah, I mean, uh, and that would have been great for show. And I don't think I would have minded it, but it didn't happen. And then he ran through the block. <laughs> I mean, r- rightfully so, because Shingle has been on another level. And I, oh, again, yeah. I'm not going to say that this loss on the finals hurts him in any way, given what happened in the follow-up is just a very... Yes. It, you, you kind of... 
come to think of it again like had it been anyone else in b block doing that it would have been so much worse so it's like oh yeah it's palatable in one way but kind of dumb in another anyways well osprey did win best of the super juniors yeah. that is the second best of the super juniors win in the past three years even though he has over this past year been a little bit more of an open weight yeah uh, which does translate into what we'll go to with dominion which overall fantastic show uh, like it was great if you just take the tag match away probably the best show that new japan drew all year um, are you talking six man or the, uh, the tag with God and the evil space fires? Yeah. my love, but we've seen this match one too many times. We've seen it point. a million times. A- anyways, let's cover the good stuff when it comes to dominion though, because we did open and, uh, John, you might want to ready the button for this. John Moxley. You just made the list. Yes. I'm still oh, here. Open, <laughs> op- open the card against Best young, bo- best young boy, best young lion, Shota Umino, squashed him in three and a half minutes, yes. left him bleeding from his mouth at that. That was the level of beating that <laughs> Shota took. Um, That's the mocks I miss so much. It, it was fan- It was a fantastic squash, and Shota looked what? strong in it because he literally dived on the yes. mocks, like mid-entrance to start it off. That was great. A phenomenal touch. Every um, time I hear like matches that he's done like that, I always imagine him like planning the match in the back oh, but i it, imagine it in john in john pingles oh, dean ambrose impersonation yeah. voice and it makes me laugh every time although it, it gets even better because at the end of the match goes to the outside picks up a microphone says coming from cincinnati ohio yeah i and saw that has that particular message that he wants in on the g1 and john and i popped our yes i was immediately very excited <laughs> um like, absolutely i put, was put like yay in. it's gonna happen also um he took uh shoda to the back with him Yep, he and literally took Shota up for the ring yeah. and took him to the back with him, which led into the most amazing backstage yes. match backstage promo, which was basically Moxley going, "I like the skid. Yeah, I like, like this I, kid. I'm, I'm gonna need a, a young lion to, you know, practice <laughs> whip and spar with, and you know, take me around the places, get me out of Rapongi every night." It's like you can drive, right? Shoto Mito's literally too. He's dead. dead. He's just dead. <laughs> <laughs> literally and then moxley looks at him and goes yeah he can drive anyways yeah. come on and he just takes it it's great yeah. so i really hope this becomes a thing and i mean uh when moxley eventually leaves it'd be great for shoda to take on maybe a little bit of moxley's personality yep i think I- that'd just- be fun I'm just thinking at this point, like, you just have to go full gimmick and just have Shota stay in Moxley's house in America for a couple of weeks <laughs> oh my during God. these tours just so Renee can walk in every Wednesday and go, <laughs> John, who is this? No, I just want a picture of him on their couch in between their two dogs. Yep. <laughs> while, while they're watching, like, the trashiest reality TV, which they oh both love to do. Oh my God, which would be do. so on brand! Oh my goodness. I Shota's love Renee staring, so much. Shota's just staring like confused as all get up and then and then you get a and then just cut into an awkward moment where Red Shoes is calling Mox is like, please give me back my son. It's been three weeks. <laughs> oh no. Uh next please tell me that my son is safe. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he's fine. He's in the couch. 
<laughs> popcorn with Renee right now. Anyways, up. I mean, uh, but this led into possibly my, my second favorite match of the entire night, which was Shingo Takagi, a man way too pissed off about losing to Will Ospreay, <laughs> right? So, um, yeah, to where he asked for a he- to where he asked for a heavyweight wrestler, with the story being that Osprey's r- recent open weight experiences, which did have a short, never open weight championship ring in between, kind of causing Shingo to think, hmm, maybe he was just slightly better than me this time because he's recently fought open weights and heavyweight guys while I didn't. So give me a heavyweight to go beat up on. And him and old man Kojima proceeded to have a banger. Oh, yeah. It, it was a lot of fun. It was very good. Um, it was a hoss fight through. Yes. Throughout and. Very pleasant. Shingo eventually picked up the win with uh, Last of the Dragon. Mm-hmm. And then Shingo Takagi gets on the microphone saying he's looking for a bigger grill. Put him in the G1 climax. Yes. And, and thus, with this, I, I have to make this announcement here to the good folks of Tornado Tag Radio. I, too, will be in the G1 climax. Oh, wow. In Virtual Pro Wrestling 2 on the Nintendo oh. 64. Oh, nice. Come wow. at me. Wow. This summer. Oh my god, what an announcement. I mean, it's either that or Fire Fire Pro might be the easier way of doing this, but yeah. wrestling, wrestling Twitter G1 Climax through Fire Pro Wrestling World sounds like the best way of settling a lot of the shit talking that a lot of wrestling Twitter tends to do this time of the year. <laughs> oh yeah, the annual... Uh, I don't even want to get into f- it. F- fucking square up already. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> um... Yeah, so I'm very excited that uh, Shingo has declared that he wants to be in the G1. Um, they got to start an wait that announcement soon, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I mean Dallas is coming up on July 6th, I believe, and that's going to be night one of the G1 climax, and then they take a week break and go into the entire tour starting at Tokyo Ward after they get back. So, so they got to announce uh, the G1. Yeah, the blocks are the blocks are getting announced in about uh, two more days. I want to say the seventeenth yes. is when they said the announcement was going to be made uh, during uh, one of the first uh, televised Kazuna Roadshow. Oh man, uh, it's coming! It's yeah. coming! I am very excited for that. What do we have next? Uh, we did have. Damn it! I had the card here just a moment ago. My apologies. I want to say that it was the it was Jushin, six man. No, it was Jushin Thunder Liger and Yo- Yoshihashi. Oh no, yeah, you're right. It was the Minoru Suzuki and Zack Saber Jr. The the world's most boring man, Yoshihashi, Woo! somehow found himself on the winning end. I just want him to go away at this point. He, I mean, this this poor man. He needs. I don't know what they can they can do to to help him. I don't know. <laughs> Besides help them out the send, door, I don't send, know. Send them, send them to all Japan the same way they did Yoshitatsu, and hope he never comes back. Oof, oof. I uh, we mentioned Dan earlier. Dan loves Yoshihashi, so I. Uh, I'm like... sorry, Dan. I'm just not that into him. <laughs> it, like, unfortunately, he's just been so damaged at this point, yeah, and just basically kind of the butt monkey of chaos to where. It's either, like, an excursion for him to try and, like, mend some of that or just not being around for a while. I mean... Change factions. There's something a little bit different with him. I mean, honestly... If, if, if Roki Goto Idas just with more loser thrown into it, woo. Goto at least can win once in a while. I mean, honestly, this kind of feels like 
before Naito left to go back to Mexico. It's kind of weird, isn't it? How yeah. you can, to an extent maybe draw that, but the problem is we don't know if an excursion would really do anything for him or not. Keep in mind, he came back at the exact same day that Okada did from uh, excursions, the same Wrestle Kingdom, and they went up against each other that day. And, well, Mm. history has not been kind to Yoshihashi, to say the least. But it was kind to him this night because he did pin the current uh, Ref Pro uh, British heavyweight champion, Zack Sabre Jr. with Kim Koji in the nine-and-a-half-minute time range. Now, Old Man Suzuki and Old Man Liger are still teeing off on one another. Uh, I'm just curious at this point. It's been nine months, guys. Give us this fucking singles match already. Yeah, this has got to happen soon. Like for the lo- for the love of God, if if it means you have to put Liger in the G1 in the same block as Minoru, just do it, you yeah, cowards. Yeah, do it, do it. Let's get this. <laughs> let's get this going here. Um, up next and was after this. This was the six man yeah. tag with. Uh, Tanahashi, Juice Robinson, and Reese Kataguchi against the Bullet Club team of Jay White, Chase Owens, and Taiji Ishimori, who is very much banged up from Best of Super oh Juniors. Like, goodness. his shoulder is taped to hell. Yeah, which, an absolute Yeah, he, he had some intense stuff ha- happen. Tanahashi's still coming back from his arm injury as well, being held at this point by duct tape, glue, and cool Allen Iverson wristbands. <laughs> yeah, basically. Oy. Um... But anyways, on that, a little bit of interaction between both teams, Tana and White still carrying the beef that they had from when they had their match at the Best of Super Junior showing, which Jay White did win. Yes. Uh, Tanahashi does beat Chase Owens with the uh, what they're calling the modified uh, sling blade. Just definitely didn't look all that good, and even <laughs> Tana knew that after yeah. hitting it, because you could kind of tell he was walking off all frustrated and such. Yeah. But, uh, and... The craziest thing is that within uh, these first four matches, they, they all happened within the first hour of the show. Yeah. So the pace on that was moving very quickly. And it was understandable given that we had, you know, five championship matches in a row to go after this. So let's get to them. Yes. We had the never open weight championship with Tomohiro Ishii of Chaos challenging Taichi of Suzuki Gun, who just recently won the title from Jeff Cobb. Yeah, and, and uh, now lost it. <laughs> yeah, now lost. Uh, now this match, uh, arguably not as good as their New Japan Cup match, but still very good. Oh, yeah. in its own right, it's weird that it's 2019, and I find myself actually enjoying Taichi's entire act, the wrestling portion included. It's weird, right? I I didn't think I'd be able to say that. Yeah, like, I didn't think I'd ever like fuck? him. <laughs> what the fuck is this year? <laughs> He's killing it, though. I mean, he's another guy who should be in G1 for sure. I think he will be just because when you consider people that are not going to be in there anymore, like Kenny, Hangman, their spots are gone. Uh, Tawatanga said he's not doing it this this upcoming year, so he's gone as well. I think there's about three or four spots that are, are open, and I think Taichi at this point is a lock for at least one of them now that he's made the move to heavy. Excellent. So, uh but yeah, interesting stuff. Ishii wins the uh, the Never Openweight Championship for, I believe, the fifth time now. Has to be. Um, and, and here's the thing. like Ishii's still putting on bankers whenever you call up for the chance. But I just think it's time to try and at least give him a heavyweight title shot yeah. at a certain point here. Like he doesn't have that much time. He's an old man at this point. Yeah, like absolutely. He's in his 40s. is about to hit 40 this year. So yeah, that's... 
you, you kind of need like yeah it's one of those things with some of these guys like i guess if you've got to elevate them now's the time to do it to a certain extent yeah absolutely um, okay anyways next one heavyweight tag team championship match uh match same old nonsense yeah mother bushi showed up to save uh his head children yes from the clutches of Jado and his kendo stick but even that unfortunately didn't pay off yeah. as a sneaky roll-up uh, gets the victory for G.O.D. They retain the titles, yada, yada, yada. Even so that in the G1 should be great, though. Anyways, <laughs> let's move along. Yeah, uh, that was just, uh, who cares? It, it's unfortunate because even Osaka Joe Hall thought that to be the bathroom break match. Oh, yeah. Um, now, a couple of announcements to make out of this is that earlier in the show, they announced that they're actually doing the new beginning show in Osaka at Osaka Joe Hall next year, as well as Dominion, which is a big deal given that it, Osaka Joe Hall is arguably the second biggest arena that they run throughout the year. So between two nights at the dome and then now two nights, although in separate dates at Osaka Joe Hall, New Japan's trying to aim big in 2020. Like I, don't blame them one bit. I'm just waiting on another dome show that is not somewhere in Tokyo to happen next. Yeah. Which would be sort of cool to see. Anyways, um, next up, we had a bit of a surprise. As <laughs> yes. Katsuyori Shibata suddenly showed up. Yes. And, of course, my first initial thought was, oh, God, please don't don't tell me that he's going to announce himself as being in G1. That is the <laughs> last person that should be anywhere near a wrestling no, ring please, right now. No, please, we appreciate uh, your contribution. But as no it more. turns out, he comes out, points towards the screen for an awkward 15 seconds. Yes. Which, hilarious story behind that as eventually Kenta comes out <laughs> from it wearing a yellow-branded Shibata takeover shirt, which... Shoot week yes. at its finest. Yes, right absolutely. Uh, they they make their way into the ring. Now, quick backstory on that: the reason why Kenta took as long as he did to get into the stage and uh, get out there, he uh, kind of got lost yeah. in the hallways. <laughs> Couldn't find the stairs for a bit. So. Yeah, I listened to his interview on uh, the New Japan English so, podcast. So, so, so something tells me he too was also looking for our truth as a favor to Drake Maverick for the twenty four seven championship. Oh boy! Um, uh, yeah. Anyways, the uh, long story short of this was the fact that Kenta wants to show his pro wrestling in the G one climax. Oh boy, this is uh, crazy for every uh, reason uh, you can think of. Um, uh, between just the fact that he's stepping into a new Japan rink for the first time since 2002, uh, the fact that this has happened during the week where Noah is doing their two shows celebrating uh, ten, uh, basically, you know, honoring uh, Mitsuhara Misawa's passing after 10 years, which is, yeah. it's hard to believe it's been 10 years. Oh, yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, and, and a lot of, People were firing like heavy shots at him, calling him like a snake and a Judas. And to me, and I'll just kind of get on my soapbox for a second here, as Jeff and I kind of did during the show as well, where really I get that some people were upset about Kenta doing this like the week of Masawa's passing. But at the same time, and I want to reiterate this, at the same time, he left the company like 
eight, seven, eight years ago to begin with. Yeah, and um, it's changed. It came back, yeah, it, at it's least changed twice. Ownership, right? tw- yeah, it's changed ownership twice. Um, he was there actually for Marufuji's anniversary match yeah. last year around um, All In time, and odds are he maybe he didn't like what he saw out of new ownership there too. That just made kind of this call a little bit easier. And I think the biggest thing that a lot of people forget and I don't blame them to an extent because they weren't watching it at the time. Uh, I mean, do you remember how Noah was formed, John? Um, I believe, oh boy, somebody left New Japan, I believe, right? No, uh, it was basically Mitsuharu Misawa uh, having a difference of opinions with Motoko Baba, who was the great Baba's wife, uh, great Baba the Great. Oh boy. I'm sorry. Are you yes. laughing at? That sounds like a, that sounds like a Dragon Ball Z character. I'm sorry. Tr- trust me, the Great Baba is a very cartoony looking wrestler, but legendary promoter so altogether. He's not like Found Mr. at all Popo? Japan. No, but he's very tall, lanky, and kind of has a weird body build. So I could see how people might make that differential without factoring the skin color in the play. No, Regardless, that's not what Mr. Popo looks like at all. Okay, this has gotten yeah. far off track. Yeah, I just exactly. wanted everyone to know that I am still here and my opinions are still <laughs> irrelevant. Thanks, Marianne. We appreciate you. <laughs> but just the biggest thing that happens that after uh, the Great Baba's passing, uh, Misawa and Motokubawa had their Jesus, differences Marianne. and Misawa basically exited the company. And took everybody with the exception of Kawada and one other person whose name I can't recall out of the company to form Noah. It was a massive exodus. Wow. Like the original, if anything, Masala's the original Judas out of, yeah. out of it all. Because he nearly killed all Japan altogether with that. While Noah basically became kind of like the kings of Japan there throughout the 2000s portion. So, yeah. Oh, it was all Japan. Okay. Yeah. So it, it's it's just really interesting to see people get on their soapboxes, but not really sort of consider the irony of what they're saying. Look, let's just let, let the man live at this point. Yeah. He's got a life to move on with as well as anybody else's, even if the timing is unfortunate, like for the announcement. Yeah. I will say Marianne, um, I listened to his English interview, Kenta's and he, uh, said, that he wants to kick John Moxley's ass. And he said he wants to kick his ass because he's no longer, and I quote, stupid Hideo Itami. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he literally said that and I like lost Wait, it. Wait, who said that? Kenta did. Hide- Kenta himself said it. I am no longer stupid Hideo Itami. That Those were literal words out of his mouth. hysterical. It was, and he kind of hesitated before he said it, but it was great. It, it, it was, was so like he was, good. It was almost like he was trying to make sure he wasn't, like, I guess, cursing, like, in terms of just not having them beep him out in the podcast or something like that. Like, he considered his specific words. <laughs> But but again, Marianne, I can't emphasize this enough. The man literally had because uh, Shibata has. Was uh, he wearing his bumblebee trunks? Uh, no, he was not. He was his wearing Sanrio no. bumblebee trunks. No, he was not, not. Just pants, but he was wearing a uh, black and yellow takeover shirt because Shibata has these takeover shirts that are basically like his uh, theme song music name, whatever the case. But it was basically that T-shirt in the NXT gold, which I'm just like. Yeah, yep. I was just thinking that. Shooting. I was like, wait, does he just have a hundred shirts that he's just trying to rifle through and just throw them away? He wears one a day and then throws them away afterwards. No, thank- thankfully, I don't yeah. think that's the case. Was oh. also, he was wearing the shirt of his best buddy, Shibata. So, yeah. anyways, Shibata that announcement. Nada. Did- yep. 
Anyways, that announcement gets made, and then we go into the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship match between Will Ospreay going up against the champion, Dragon Lee. And this was phenomenal. Ooh, yeah, like, this was a fantastic the, match. The acrobatics, the antics, the Oscar, the Oscar getting knee to all hell by Dragon Lee was yes. mwah, oh, yeah. beautiful. Uh, but eventually, uh, a really actually really good sequence from will i will give him that between oh yeah the hidden blade transitioned into the oscutter transitioned into the Stormbreaker. i'm like oof okay yeah nobody's getting up from that combination yeah, absolutely like, not that, and i mean i'm like kudos to him because the transitions were fairly like i couldn't really found find a particular amount of fault with them so right yeah good on you will yeah i think uh and and will is now the iwgp junior heavyweight champion again um i think what just kind of annoys me is he won the tournament he won the junior belt but he's saying he wants into g1 too and, and you know to to an extent i get where they're coming from with that but this also is going to lead me into if osprey makes it into the tournament this year it's just going to make me grumble and kind of make me question myself as to why the fuck couldn't they do that for Kushida last year? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. It is. The it's, there's a lot of like, there's I don't gonna know. Be salt. There's going to be a little bit of salt involved. I will say that even though I think the matches will be good if he does get involved in there. Um, yeah. And I think that that also kind of, I mean, every other title is probably going to be in there. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like there won't be, I guess, at the G1 finals there. I mean, there could be, I guess, a match that, that where he defends it, but it doesn't feel like they'd really build a story out of mm-hmm. it, I, I guess, unless in the tag matches, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I figured, yeah, tag matches and the like could be a way of doing it. The biggest thing that I'm thinking out of this is that he is kind of the short term, term, short term transition, because once the G1 is not wrapped up. It will have been more than 12 months. Our boy, our son is coming. <laughs> our son is coming home. I'm so happy. <laughs> Let me see my son. And his, and Daryl. <laughs> and Nauru as well. Oh yeah, and Nauru too. The new, the new introduction, the new uh, inductee into the family as well, which apparently sold like hotcakes at Ryogoku. Yes. That particular night. Love it. Absolutely love it. So yeah, uh, Hiromu's on his it, way back. Do you want to see two dead bodies? Because this next match definitely has them. Oh my god. So up next we had Tetsuya Naito taking this on... This is still happening? Kota Ibushi. We're almost done, Mary. <laughs> We're almost done. No, I was like, is this how long I talk about Chuck Taylor and Tim Donson? Yes. Yes. Uh, okay. Tets- fair, Tetsuya fair. Naito, Kota Ibushi for the IWGP Intercontinental championship uh yeah did you want to see a dead body because it did have two uh goodness gracious this match was utterly insane there was a uh apron bump i guess you call it a bump i feel like a bump like entails coda, that you're like fine just deci- i feel like coda just decided to go hey let's test my neck strength throughout this and you know make it look like i actually died on impact i which and that took a lot of people out of that match still like jesus like the discourse during live twitter watching this unfold was yeah. something else i mean coda turned out fine ish <laughs> yes typical typical coda bushi that I had to go back a second time, like later that morning after I woke up and watched it, just to make sure that it wasn't some sort of a, oh, like I wasn't letting that 
one spot to loot kind right. of my opinion on the entire match portion. And then I kind of realized Kota Ibushi is like that level of crazy. Like, Oh yeah. It, it, it comes with the territory at this point and him and Naito just like to kill each other in their, <laughs> their necks. So yeah. I, I should have known what I signed up for even during the live viewing of it. Yeah. Anyway, match of the night. Oh easily. yeah. Absolutely. Um, Naito wins with the Stino, uh, becomes uh, IWGP Intercontinental Champion for the third time. Uh, Ibushi fails a second defense. And once again, John, the dream is back on. Naito two belts. Naito two belts. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Let's do the shit, man. Fuck. All right. And then just to wrap things up, uh, the IWGP Heavyweight Championship defended. Uh, Kazuchika Okada defending against Chris Jericho. Surprisingly decent match for yeah. what it was, considering the breakneck pace on the previous two matches. They, I think they did a good job doing what they needed to do. They kept it within 25 minutes, which is good because Okada 30 plus minute bangers <laughs> only happen with the right people. Yes. Otherwise, it just becomes a little bit of a drag. Um, some good thoughts, a couple of awkward bits and pieces here and there, but yeah. I thought Okada out wrestling Jericho to get the uh, pinfall via the roll up was fun. Jericho doing his heel shtick afterwards was it was different for New Japan stuff, but it set up something big with Tanahashi stomping um, yeah. Jericho from power bombing Okada through the Japanese uh, table that had been set up. Yeah, thus kind of setting us up for an eventual Ace versus Painmaker, or you know, La Lista Ingobernable de Jericho, or <laughs> the man who apparently can't use Judas anymore because Sony Music can sign who pulls like dude. How funny is that? Fees rights. That's no, so funny. apparently the worst part is that Jericho didn't know about this because otherwise he would have just paid the fee himself. Oh apparently. yeah. So that's just like <laughs> I'm sure we'll that hear is it. Really next time. funny. Yeah, I'm sure we'll hear it next time. He's but gonna so, pay like Sony Music Japan button please <laughs> you just made the list thank you <laughs> that was, I, I that's was, so good it's, just it's so funny but oh that but song it, that you wrote that you sing you're not allowed to use it <laughs> that's but some sly so, underhanded passive aggressive shit that i would pull i am pleased with this yes yeah, sony music japan just went you need to pay us three thousand dollars to do oh, this that's Thanks. so good that's some slithering shit right there. I'm so down. Amazing. Yeah, but but yeah, the show kind of ends in a little bit of a downer since there's no post-match speech or anything. Osaka was pissed. Oh yeah, they were well. very mad. They were booing <laughs> Osaka are like the saltiest bitches on earth when oh, it comes yeah. to Japanese crowds and oh, I yeah. love them for it. Um, and then I also feel like Jericho also said he wants to be in the G1. I feel he like I... That. I don't think that one... I think that one might be a long shot compared to most. Yeah. But it would be really interesting to see Jericho work a full-time, like, grueling New Japan schedule. Yes. Within the course of the G1. And, again, U.S. ticket sales, him and Moxley alone probably could just make sure the rest of those seats in Dallas are filled out for oh, the most part. So, absolutely. I mean, we'll find out by the 17th. But, anyways, that is our New Japan Sort of coverage. Expect uh, cards, uh, the blocks to be announced by the 17th through Kizuna Road. Uh, Be on the lookout for that. That tour is going through, and then we're heading towards Dallas at this point for night one. And then, of course, uh, Hiroma Watch continues for all of us. Yeah, and then we also got Super fucking J-Cup coming to America. 
Uh, also, yep, the Liger's producing that, so should be really interesting. Uh, there's also the Super Showdown shows in uh, Melbourne and in Sydney as well. In oh, which, yeah. Uh, well, Osprey versus Robbie Eagles should be an absolute banger for Hell the yes. junior heavyweight title Absolutely. during it. Uh, some Australian talent are going to be featured through it as well, which good on them. Yeah. It's nice that they'll get that platform to do it. And yeah, so New Japan has some really cool stuff coming up this summer. And G1 is always the premier tournament. So yeah, Marianne, uh, it's Marianne, time for you to hot now. yeah get the hot huh? ta- get the hot huh? tag in here. What hot tag? Wait, <laughs> wait did you age a hundred years? What just happened, John? <laughs> what are you doing? What the fuck was that? I don't know. Please don't ever do that again. <laughs> Anyways, it's, it's time. It's time. It's two oh five live time. Hey, uh, so um, we're we there already. Yeah, we're yes, at two oh five live. Minutes. <laughs> we're at two oh five live, and actually, um, Chris, I'm gonna ask you. We're gonna do mm-hmm. our match of the week. I'm. I want yeah. you to. Uh, you'll pick our match for next week. So just. Uh, yeah. Get well, one. I the... can think of this by the end of the show. Excellent. Sure, no Perfect. problem. All right, two oh five live. Um, we got a uh, man. I'm telling you, this Drake. He's not going to yeah, be GM. Your, your story is like your whole idea is starting to slowly come to fruition at this point. Like, like the cracks yeah. are showing. Yeah. Wow. Imagine actually following through with your plots. Yeah. No I mean, fucking kidding, right? Yeah. So he's basically like tonight on two hundred five live. Fuck if I know. He didn't say that, but it would have been great. And also, he doesn't talk like that. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Drake Maverick. Please don't do that. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> Opening match, we get Jack Gallagher coming out, and uh, holy shit, his opponent is Chad Gable? The best Chad. Ready, willing Gable. Let's fucking do this. This I freaked the fuck out. He looks so different. Like He doesn't look like the girl from Napoleon Dynamite anymore. (laughs) He has a new haircut. He's shaved. He's not. But he's like super tan and greasy for some reason. He doesn't have a random tag partner anymore. It's great. <laughs> a um, dead weight. <laughs> I mean, you a said ball it. and chain. You might say mm-hmm. you yep. said it. I didn't. Uh, God damn, this was a fun match. I had a lot of fun watching this. Uh, yeah, it, I it was. Uh, go ahead. You're good. Go no, just uh, all together some really gnarly stuff between the two. And a reminder that once again, Chad Gable is fucking good at his job. Oh my lord! Yeah, those rolling belly to belly suplexes. I don't think I... I've ever seen that before. This match was just a barrel of monkey flips. Yes. Um, and I spent the whole time watching for the spray tan to rub off on Jack Gallagher, and it didn't happen. And my de- like, I was like, wow, Chad, you <laughs> dedicated. Is that a real tan? He, it is. It has to be. He's what? Yes, at, the, at, at the very least, he definitely, if it's not 100% real, he did a good job at the very least making sure that it was going to stick, yes. which is the important Which bit. is insane, considering how sweaty they get. But yeah, there was so many monkey flips. Yeah, there was a lot of crazy shit going on here. We had some dragon Ooh. suplexes. We had some a tiger driver with the bridge. Or was it a tiger suplex? Tiger suplex with the bridge. It was, uh, suplex, he had yeah. different gear, and he just looked great. Like, totally yeah. unrecognized. He, you know what he reminded me of? He did, like, a reverse AJ Styles. <laughs> Where his hair is so short. <laughs> yeah, he looks totally different. My God. Um, what do I... I have a note here. Uh, Gallagher throws Gable into the turnbuckle, hangs him up on the rope, and fucks his shit up with a clothesline. 
There was that some good stuff going on here. That was so gross. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. It was like, so that, gross. That, that entire sequence was gnarly, and then the lariat just, like, <laughs> wrapped it up in a nice little bowl. Oh, so great. So great. Um, I thought the, the finish was pretty interesting, too. It was just a release German on the outside for a, uh, a count-out victory for Chad Gable. I did. I did like the fact. I did like the fact that they had the ending like this, and the fact that Niger guy comes off weak looking for this, and it sets up a rematch. Yes. down the yeah, line in terms it, of just making sure that hey, decisive winner, and they both look stronger morally. Yes, yeah, because mm-hmm. he he because Chad Gable. If there's like one thing I specifically remember like about his like character as a whole, is he's really fair. Yeah. Yeah. And he knew that there was that he wanted he wants to win fair and square and there's a respect there mm-hmm. that I love. And you could tell like that match was good because there was a respect going on and then afterwards he was like, "Yeah, you say I won and that's great and everything, but did I really? Like I want to yeah. go back and mm-hmm. do that." Like, wait, "Give me the mic." No. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. That was so funny. That was absolutely amazing. They were like, Phenom- no. Phenomenal stuff. Like, again, I'm very surprised that they haven't thrown him in here much earlier, but yeah. I'm super excited to see what he does because I feel like if there was ever a brand to just display how good of a pro wrestler Chad Gable is, this is it. Oh, yeah. Just, this I mean, outright it. if you think about it, just like everyone who is in the main event, just think of them one on one matches with Chad Gable. It's yeah, just, this and is that, good stuff. Here's my biggest thing, though, that I want to say, just as a quick point before we move on from 205 Live, because with 205 Live, we have a consistent amount of, of bangers. It's established itself as a brand that puts on good matches, even though the crowds are dead. Yeah. Why not give them a takeover style event? Yeah. Like introduce some cruiserweight tag titles during it and have a tournament building up to that. Have your title matches, have like a personal mini feud that culminates in that do like a four or five match card and like full sale for this and just let them go nuts like full sale probably wants more takeover kind of things you might as well just give them to the with yeah but also like this. Fuck nice full sale. But, <laughs> yeah i mean true but i feel at the very least they would make a good amount of noise to where it would translate well no it would be disrespectful be. and terrible with bad chance and they wouldn't appreciate really what they were watching because fuck full sale my god all right, fair enough on that. Also, with that, who's Izzy supposed to dress up as? They're all <laughs> men. Damn. God damn. Marianne. So, in that My situation, God. then, as a contingency plan, just find small enough arenas to book some of these shows and just fucking do them. Give yeah. us a takeover, 205. I would love that. But things I don't love are the Canaleses are still here and they're talking, but I'm not listening, so I just. Didn't. I mean, they at the very least made a strong point no, of emphasizing didn't. your narrative, John. Don't, don't <laughs> tell them they made a strong point. They absolutely did not. They did. He's not doing a good job, Marianne. He's it's, doing a better it's... job than anyone else would, and his his point was way more. And Drake's point was way more scathing. True. Fair. And he may not Drake... be doing a good job to them, but he's, but he's still right. He's still right. <laughs> <laughs> he did absolutely nothing to deserve any of the shit that he's always whining about and maria canellis yeah. is just oh anyways let's move on to someone who had much better things to say in, yes uh john noam dar you just made the list man what did you think of noam dar saying these are bad working environments i'm gonna go I back said, to nxt he, uk i said oh my god is he stealing don's weird safety gimmick <laughs> Maybe. 
perhaps. Because Don's uh, had that safety yes. first gimmick where he would come out with. <laughs> yep. Amazing not, not just stuff. safety first, but he's become basically a full time footballer asking he for his like transfer to NXT UK with a yes. hard hat. Yes, yeah, asking for his transfer. Yeah, asking for his transfer to NXT UK permanently. I'm just like, yep, this is <laughs> such a posh move to oh make. My no, God. I love I'm, it. Sweet baby Noam. Um, up next we had Oklahoma sucks. <laughs> Bye. That was great. Next up, we had the Singh brothers taking on uh, Dos Locales. And uh, I'm completely here for the Bollywood boys, by the way. Okay, so I fucking love their shtick. I mean, so, I'm fine with it, but they're doing that. Uh, have they always done the camera roll for with, yeah. like the Hollywood? Oh, okay. Like the, with the Bollywood. I mean, it's bo- Bollywood's basically. A, yeah. Your Indian Hollywood stuff. So, yeah, they're copying the blondes on that is a good call to make for sure. Yeah. Um, My biggest thing is my friend Brian, who made my Chris Brooks gear. Yes. And my Chuck Taylor gear and the Trent gear. He made their gear. Oh, nice. the uh, the the Bollywood boys? Yep. Because it looks really good. All of their really gear. Good. That's it great. looks fantastic. Uh, yeah, it looks fantastic. Yeah, he was and- working on that gear when he was working on my gear. Oh, that's oh, cool. He was nice. like, you have no idea how many chain embellishments are on this. It is ridiculous. Yep. Definitely a lot <laughs> yeah, of chain he embellishments. Yeah, he makes their gear. That's which cool. is real sick. Yeah. Nice. So proud, Brian. <laughs> I mean, it was a match. I, I want to see the Bollywood boys go up against... Uh, good lucha tag, things good lucha things which will happen i believe next week next week yep. uh tony niece is saying some things i'm still not really paying attention uh um, yeah, it was just mostly stuff like hey let's build for the fatal four-way even though i think tozawa technically should be the guy to challenge me to begin with but hey our gm at least finally did something yes. Yay. he wrote tony niece like he's a file type you put like a period before his name well it wouldn't let me tony niece dot bitmap it wouldn't let me uh, decapitalize the T, so I had to put a dot. Oh, that's infuriating. Yeah, I know. We had it, to... it's, it's almost like you can't let you decapitalize the fact that Tony Reese just really isn't all that good at his yeah. job. He's, uh, uh, uh. Anyway. You know he is good at their job, though? Oni Lorkin? Yes. So Thank ma- you, John. <laughs> main event time, we have Akira Tozawa taking on Oni Lorkin, taking on Umberto Carrillo. <laughs> Taking on newer, nastier Drew Gulak. The nastiest Gulak. Uh, yes, the nastiest of them all. Uh, my first note is, keep your pants on, Aiden. <laughs> Never. My favorite thing was Chizawa and his super soaker-inspired ring shorts. Yes. <laughs> Monster Absolute. Express. Absolutely. With all the weird eclectic colors that you love to see in your gear. And then somebody, one of them said, there's no more light in the eyes of Drew Gulak. Yes, there's no <laughs> it more. It was so dramatic. My God. Hey, remember when we got some mini fourth gun reunion shit going on in here? Good God. Uh, talk, talk, about, talk about mini unexpect, un, unexpected surprises. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, these guys, I'm pretty sure like were, were tag team. Thing. It's like, I'm pretty sure they were a thing once. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they might have been tag team champions in... I think Smash at one point, maybe. Yeah, probably it would have been Smash know. or Beyond. I would think it was I'm one sh- of them. I'm annoyed. I, I don't know, but did I? Did I? The last time I went to Disneyland, no, not the last time. Time before, I did the fourth gun pose on Splash Mountain. Yeah. With- <laughs> and then I sent it to Johnny Gargano. Hell yeah, nice. old John boy. <laughs> um, remember when Tozawa just randomly did an F five? 
Yeah, and it was yeah. like decidedly more effective than when Brock Lesnar doesn't have. Fun. I was like, "Holy shit!" This and is then nuts. he kind, and then he kind of just settled for the other ones being more like flapjack drops kind of thing. Yeah, but yeah, nuts. Um, uh, this match was fucking great. I mean, we could talk about all the crazy shit that happened. Uh, there was all of the super kicks. Um, they got the crowd to come back. Yes, was a very pleasant surprise because. As we know, 205 crowds, because they're post-TV hell, yeah, they yeah. kind of suck, unfortunately. Um, but who no, I'm did... glad they meant their hard work got something out of them. Yeah. Um, I think right before, they were getting them back in, and then I believe Tozawa did a tope suicida off the steps onto Gulak. Yep. <laughs> which was just like, holy, what in the fuck was that? And the crowd, crowd chanting 205, so they, uh, they got him. Yep. Yeah, got him back. Uh, this match, I, I think the thing was, um, <laughs> oh yeah, Arya fucking Davari came out. New nasty Davari. He's so evil. New nasty, he's been nasty all along. I mean, true, but we're keeping up, we're keeping with the gimmick here. It doesn't sound as good just saying the new Davari. Yes. You, you think like it was replaced by a clone or something like that one. That's not really the case. Now, what did we think of this finish? We had both shoulders are down. We basically had, uh, what was that? That was Royal Rumble 95? I think it's fine because it's still establishing Tozawa as like the main contender to it. Yeah. It just means Drew has a case for it now to where it's probably going to be. All the nice things. Yep, to where it'll probably be a triple threat announcement next week. Yeah. I saw that coming right when they couldn't decide who won. I was like, oh, it's triple threat. How boring. I'm it, so sick of seeing those. It kind of sucks because, like, I mean, it, it's not a real finish for the crowd that yeah, was that, so Yeah, for the crowd it. specifically, after you did all this work to get him back in, to kind of leave him on that note. Oof. Yeah, I was like, oh, man, that sucks. That made me that made me sad, but I mean, whatever. Uh, so there you go. That was two of five live. Uh, and I'm actually wait. I did ask people for questions, and nobody said anything. Which Sounds is fine because you guys talked about New Japan for like forty minutes. Hey, you know what? That's true, Marianne. We you did. could have taken a nap during that time, by the yeah. way. You no, because saying. I want to know when you guys come back in. And also, I aged a hundred years. Remember <laughs> yes, that? Yes, that was crazy. Uh, no, it would it would have been fine. We would have just had like, some sort of combination of the words Chuck Taylor, Chris Brooks, Tim Donst, and Trent, and we would have gotten you back. Honestly, you could have just started with like no, because you forgot Simon Gotch. I wouldn't have come back unless you added him into that group. You so. just made the list. Uh, let's move on to it's NXT and banging. and how always and forever this opening is the funniest <laughs> thing. It's just, every time it happens, I'm like, <laughs> this is great. <laughs> they look so uncomfortable. I'm going to, you know what? I want to save it and just send it to you every time you're sad. Oh, my God. <laughs> or, honestly, this that opener is like, like inspiration it's... to be like, at least I'm not as, at least my job, my editing job or anything is not as bad as the opener for NXT. Oh, man. <laughs> Nothing I do in life is going to be as bad as that. Goodness. Goodness gracious. Um, We opened the show with a tag team match, Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir taking on Candice LeRae and Io Shirai. Um, they have their, their, what is the it, the button. You just made the list. Thank you. Um, um, 
<laughs> so Neo Shirai is my girl. I'm well, I mean, I, I, brother, did you see the spoilers for NXT? Yes, yes, I have. <laughs> How do you feel I'm about so that? Happy. Well, you know what? Fuck it. We'll talk she's about it. To, she's going to kill everyone, and I'm going to love every second of it. This yeah. is like early, like this is basically like early stardom heel turn Queen's Quest EO, and somewhere out there, Mayu Iwatami did a double take and hit somewhere <laughs> just out of sheer um Kyrie's probably glad she's on smackdown and catering now too so you know good shit um i mean this was definitely a match Um, i think like it must be nice to have your entire tag team gimmick just be Shayna baszler yeah i mean at least they gave him different music now yeah and that my thing that i noted was marina and jessamine are overthrow all of their moves Mm. yeah it's definitely they overdo them yeah it's definitely like the rookie the rookie blue sort of deal they're definitely like overthrowing rather than under it i guess but at the yeah, same time yeah just axe kick and i was like no just right idea but you really just sort of need because to you know she knows it down. One. she just like will do it and then you can tell that she's overdoing it like they're mm-hmm. they're getting there they just need to kind of find a balance of like instead of exaggerating it they're they're exaggerating like I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. Oh, no, I hear you. But at the very least, I am kind of glad to be seeing them do a little bit more work and gradually improving. They just probably still need another year and a half. At the and very hey, least. they're not Vanessa Bourne. Yeah, this is true. Very true. Oof. Um, yeah, what do we... So, uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like I, I saw improvement from them, but I'm not really seeing it anymore. Um... But I mean, I feel but like this was also, I think, uh, when this was filmed, it was a particular house show, I think, even before the uh, takeover stuff came out. So like for, for at least, I think, a couple of days before oh. uh, takeover 25, I think is what it was. Oh, that's right. This is one they had in the can. I yeah, remember reading it was when about they had that. in the can just because they had to do all the tapings. Yes. Between uh, Wednesday and yesterday. Yes. For everything leading up to Toronto. Oh boy, man! NXT is gonna Mary yeah, NXT Takeover Toronto should be crazy just based on the fucking crowd alone. Like, yeah, those Canadians don't play when it comes to their pro wrestling. So. No, they do not. And also the, I mean the uh, spoiler, Marianne. There's going to be a tournament coming up. Oh boy, it's three in it. No, it is all it's singles matches, but we're gonna have a lot of fun with those matches. That's for sure. I'll just leave it at that. Damn yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And I actually think um, uh, Scott Parker's the only one that's made it on TV, right? Of course, because he's a looker. I I think so, yeah, because he had a match with Kushida in the staping, so I think that's probably making TV. Oh, my God. There you go. (laughs) Shitty Jeff. Okay, so up next, uh, speaking of Kushida, we had Kushida taking on uh, Drew Gulak in a submissions match. Um, Give me more of this. Yeah, man, I'm I'm sitting here going, why wasn't Drew his first opponent? I don't know why, and I think, I think we talked about this we talk, already. Yeah, we touched on that a uh, couple of weeks ago, but yeah, can't be emphasized enough. Like, they are magic together. Yeah. Like, in this match, fucking proved it. Ugh. Um, I loved Kushida rolling through while, while Gulak was trying to roll through the move. I loved mm. that. That was good stuff. Um, and... My only other, I mean, this was a, f- a really good match, but one of my only other notes is only Mara would bust out a, uh, a, a pa- is it Pancrase? 
Yep. A Pancrase oh, reference. D- that is completely up Moro's alley, and he wasn't particularly wrong. Kushida's done a little bit of MMA training yeah. as well, so it's like... And Kushida's just so fucking good yeah, as a pro wrestler. He can do everything. It's so good. Why did New Japan not push this man? I don't bitch, know. Bitch, what the fuck? <laughs> That's my line, bitch, what the fuck? Yeah, well, I mean, there you go. <laughs> bitch, what the fuck? Dude, also, it's just Drew Gulak week. Yeah, again, once again. Well, I mean, that's not true. I mean, because it was also Oni Lorcan week. Oh, shit. Are Oni Lorcan and Drew Gulak somehow in our classic match, too? They might be in the (laughs) crowd. I don't know. Uh, But uh, any other thoughts on the Gulak-Kushina match? Good stuff. More of these down the road, but don't overdo them. Oh, absolutely not. Like WWE loves to do. Oh, yeah. Up they next, we're doing shit. Sadly, up next we had Oni Lorkin and Danny Birch, the Britam Brawlers, if you will, taking on Kyle O'Reilly and well, not Bobby Fish. Uh, I think that was Roderick just, Strong. I think yep. that was just me hoping that it was Red Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, I, I, it's like I was just hoping for no showcase of you shitty just have little boots. The one that isn't behold. Bobby Fish. Yes, basically the one that <laughs> isn't like, Bobby Fish. John's just here, like lo and behold. I had to witness shitty little boots again. (laughs) Oh, boy. Um, But, I I mean, on a positive, yes, it is a group of people that I don't care for, but I could watch Oni Lorcan and Kyle O'Reilly go at it for a while. That shit was great. I really like that. They've got good chemistry. Sleazy Sleazy Kyle can put on some bangers. Yes, he can. Um, I love the blockbuster to get to the hot tag. I thought that was fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good good little transition there. And it makes sense given the momentum of the move carrying you forward like that. It's kind of like, yeah, it makes sense to go for the tag right off the spot. Yeah. Um, I loved, I think Danny Birch put the cross face on Kyle O'Reilly. And I liked how he was trying to get out of it. Like mm-hmm. he was kind of like raised up a lot, like where he was yeah, kind of sitting up. Swarming around and raising himself. It made sense from a realistic standpoint to where you're not letting the other guy fully like lock your arm out yeah. entirely and like force you to just basically Yeah. It made the whole whole it made the hold look a, a lot more believable, uh which was great. And then uh Jackson Riker shows up for some reason. That I is think... the worst name. Yeah. Or the best name. <laughs> No, you're right. Most likely the worst. It's the worst. I think it makes sense, even though they shot this like out of order. It's kind of cool that they're using him to basically just show up on the ramp the way that he did after the beating he gave everybody during that ladder match, and the beating he took from everybody in that ladder match. Yeah, as well. So, Um, but Uh, I mean, we get the roll up for the win, and the Brit and Brawlers steal one. and it's great. It's good stuff. Making the case for some tag team championship matches and I stuff. Know. I Yay. know. Um, and now we move on to the match that has, like I said last week, it's eluded us for a little while. People have been asking us to watch this, and they there are people that ask us to watch things. Believe it or not. Yeah. Classic match of the week, Spring Stampede 1997. It was the main event. It was the Macho Man Randy Savage taking on Diamond Dallas Page. And holy what moly. What a year to be seven years old. Marianne was seven. <laughs> and she watched this match when she was not seven. My God. <laughs> I actually, and, I do, and yeah, there's 
it was really interesting because you mentioned it with enough time that I was able to go in and watch it myself too, which ve- very interesting, especially since um, I do want to take a quick moment to shout out uh, a certain podcast within the Pro Wrestling Only Family, which Strong Style Story is at, which is called uh, Days of Thunder. Two awesome Irish guys do this particular podcast, which they... And I quote, it's the WCW Thunder podcast that you didn't ask for, but we did it anyway. <laughs> yes. Where I... they basically just watch only episodes of Thursday Night Thunder and the pay-per-views corresponding to it without any other contacts. Yes, which is absolutely amazing. It's I love I, I, they're nine episodes in and I just love every fucking second. Of it's because it. you get the most ridiculous shit. Yeah, and like, I, are, are they both watching it for the first time? Or? I think uh, so. I think they watched a little bit of WCW for the most part, like as kids, right? Like to a certain extent, but never I think to this detail. So I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, oof, like with the way WCW turns out, yeah. The, Oof. Just some really Oof. interesting stuff to come, but yeah, they're they're getting close to around this particular time because they just finished oh. through. Um, uh, what was it not uncensored? The pay per view before that in ninety seven. Uh, oh. Super Brawl. There we go. Yeah, did Super Brawl ninety seven. They're heading to uncensored ninety seven, and then Spring Stampede is right after that. So they're right around that time in which, yeah, Diamond Dallas Page is becoming a huge fucking deal, and oh yeah, this match is a big deal in its own so right so huge that they game. made a bobblehead out of him yes they did yep. which i have somewhere in this house <laughs> it's somewhere I mean, Di- diamond dallas page man like i know for a lot of people they think more of his botched wwf e run but just if you watch his old wcw stuff that 97 to like 99 era he was the man yeah i mean even oh a little God. bit before this i feel when mm-hmm. he was feuding with uh, Raven and Benoit. Yeah, and Benoit, yeah, doing that entire three-way yeah. feud and just the quality of matches that he's been having as well, too. Just yeah, The man is on an- another level right there and then. So. Yeah, I mean, the fact that WWE didn't do a DDP, like, you know, a regular DDP versus the Rock match. Uh, dumb. I, so dumb. That's money left on the table right oh, there. Yeah, absolutely. You'll never see that money, WWE. Yep. RIP. But any, but anyways, yes, we do eventually have Spring Stampede after a bunch of other WCW stuff that went down the night prior, main event time. Yes. Macho and Liz looking as uh, black and white with the NWO colors as ever. Yes. That was a terrible dress, but I also feel uh, drawn to cosplay it maybe. Oh, um, no, uh, no? I fast forwarded oh. right to the point where you told me to. And right when I stopped it, the music was, it sounded like the Futurama theme for like three oh, seconds. God. And I was like, what am I watching now? I gave you a little bit before. Cause I fast forwarded. I think I just gave you the minute. So I didn't see the music or I didn't hear the music. <laughs> Uh, it was it. like the doon doon doo doon like the same music like oh, the man. same instrument mm-hmm. amazing it's yeah. so weird um man so the pr- who are these children standing at ringside <laughs> they're you know you know who they are who? they're oni and drew oh my god <laughs> wow what a plot twist no but honestly like they were they weren't behind the guardrail they were just standing there yeah, it's kind of like they just existed there. It was so reason. weird. 
Any, anyways, I also want to take a moment to talk about Kimberly Page's dress and just like how good she looked as well. Like you just made the list. There we go. I that works. It. That works. Kimberly Page on her heyday was like yeah, wow. But then again, Nitro Girls existed for a reason. She was kind of the main eventer of that group. Yes, so. absolutely. Um, this crowd, uh, white hot, red hot, for every color hot. For, rainbow hot because it's june there you go yep. rainbow you go. hot for diamond dallas page for this match and for seeing wanting to see savage get his ass oh my goodness no end. this was uh this was great they were immediately out into the they were immediately yeah. out into the crowd it was a brawl from the get-go there yeah. hanging out of not- the crowd I could not even tell what was happening. I was like, how do I take notes for this? Oh my god, they're fucking everywhere. I can't even tell. I'm very surprised. We live! Yes, we live. I'm very surprised I didn't... uh, Most of my notes are not in caps that I'm looking at right here. Usually they're all in caps. But anyway, um, man, those garbage can shots to the top of Savage's head. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Just hammering into his bald spot. Yeah. Even Even the announcers were going like, good god, man. Yeah. Um, we need to talk about that. They, they eventually make their way back to the ring and there is, um, the, the positive fan who is right by, you could hear the crowd. They were like, you know, they were yeehawing it up. We were, t- we were definitely in a Southern they state. Were not ye- they were not yeeing their last haw to say the least. They were not, but there was one fan that was like, come on, Paige, come on, man snap into his ass it was amazing <laughs> it was amazing he was like come on man you could kick this guy's ass let's go it was so great um and then, and then remember michael buffer being five feet away from getting his ass kicked and half the crowd are just like fucking do it just lay him out too why not i think so i i kind of like this three-man booth i think it's a little underrated it's it was uh the dream shivani and brain um and dusty is like the weaker of the three but it was definitely palpable for sure yeah i mean i think they did a really good job of putting over ddp and uh how he you know this is a big match for him but uh, they also put over like the fact that randy savage has been here before Mm-hmm. Um, well, DDP, it's his first, I believe, his first main event. Yeah, I think so. Ever at this point. I thought they were doing a great job. It had a big fight feel to it for sure. And, but I love <laughs> Bobby the Brain Heenan going, nail buffer. And, <laughs> and then when Pinzer gets slapped, he goes, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> it was amazing. When, when Brain was on his game, he was on yeah. his game with these one liners. I, I also love, yeah, I also love that he kind of walks that line of disliking the nwo but also he's like kind of like well it's fine he, yeah he, he's like well it's fine if he beats up the referees it's fine <laughs> yeah. it's all good uh big time uh, that low blow that savage gave to ddp was it was insane but also it kind of sucked the air out of the crowd like i think they were like well really? that's it yeah, yeah they're it, it seems like they were like, oh, God, here comes the NWO fucking again, just like every yeah. other show. Yeah. Um, we got to talk about Mark oh, yeah, Curtis. The elbow, but the elbow lands. Ooh, yeah, the elbow was great. Count, kick out. Oh, my God. Kick out. Kick out. Um, we got to talk about uh, Mark Curtis, who is, that's not the name I know him by. He's where, it's, Hil, it's, oh, Hildebrand, yeah. Brian Hildebrand. Mm-hmm. Uh, lo, love him. I, you know, very sad that. 
that he passed away like way too young. He was a great yeah. referee. Um, but dude, taking the fucking pile driver and Good taking Lord. it better than some wrestlers that we know of. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and the, just I think it was it was the brain, and he was like making he was making fun of his his long neck. He's like twelve inches. <laughs> he's like he's he's never gonna walk again. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my I was god. like, don't make fun of his neck. Oh my god. Yeah, he uh, he got <laughs> fucked up. Uh, and then we got Mean Mug and Nick Patrick coming down to the Are ring. You sure. Uh, wait, wait, wait a second. Was that really Nick Patrick, or was that Kenny fucking Powers? Oh my god. It could have been. Tell can't, me, shake tell it. me, could have. Tell me, you can't see the. Oh my god. It, now. it must be. It has to be. <laughs> oh my god, with the cutoff. The cut, yeah. the, the sleeveless. <laughs> oh my god! Full on Kenny Powers. Um, it's cute when you guys have those those like weird like epiphany moments, and I'm sitting here like, do do do. I have absolutely no idea what you're talking Kenny about. Powers. Oh man, Marianne, it's a great show. Great show on on John. On did I, rem- I? I must. I remind you, I was seven years old when this match happened. Right, but but uh, Kenny Powers is a. It's it's a, a modern day reference of what of a show. <laughs> Are you going to elaborate? No, that's It's it. called Eastbound and Down. Yeah. Oh, okay. And Kenny Powers. Oh, I'm just going to look up Kenny Powers right now. Oh, my God. You're yeah, totally I think the right. picture will probably do better justice in yeah. terms of uh, it's... showing Marianne the differential. But anyways, yeah, eventually we have ourselves a diamond cutter out of fucking nowhere. Yes, and it lays Savage the Savage fuck died. out. Savage died. Yeah, he just got diamond cuttered, and it was also like... He was selling the fuck out of that because he got hit with it. It took Paige forever to roll him over. He pinned him, and Nick Patrick kind of hesitated, I feel. But then made the count. But then made the count. Yeah. Um, He looks like Danny McBride. Yes, that is exactly who Kenny Powers is. Oh, great. Okay, I get it now. (laughs) Yeah. We got there. Anyway, um, but I think it's almost like Nick Patrick had no choice because he realized, oh yeah, diamond cutter. Nobody's kicked out of that. Yeah, shit, my hand has to come down sometime. And Fine. he counted kind of fast. Nick Patrick's counts have always had that weird cadence. Yes, that makes it look a lot faster than what it actually is. Oh yeah. So it's kind of like okay then. Yeah, basically yes, we're doing this. Um, and then the NWO comes in. They're they're trying to revive Savage, and Savage is basically. Not Savage coming to get on this. It's it's great salt and everything. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it was such a great way to get DDP the diamond cutter over even more than it already was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick eats the power bomb. Um, another fucking jackknife. I wonder at that point because were they still fining Kevin Nash for using the jackknife? I don't think at so that, that one point. time he killed the giant a couple Oof. giant, aka Big Show. Yeah, yeah, that Ugh. was bad uh yeah that was that was real bad and then we get um savage trying to go after kimberly bischoff says uh probably don't do that not i don't want to get sued yeah and still kind of own this place kind of thing uh they push he pushes bischoff over and we get a big pull apart and the nwo oh man they've got some problems i wonder what'll happen i'm not sure but i mean they'll eventually break up and then Indeed. become and become NWO hey, 2000 match of the week. Good yeah. stuff. Yeah, it was and good. Th- 
And since we're here, I guess I can transition into what you wanted me to pick. Yes. I actually do have something for you all. Excellent. We are going back into the realms of mid-90s All Japan again because I definitely do think that this is... If we're talking tag team wrestling and tag team matches, this is a must-see. This match, I will drop the link onto the chat portion of things for reference. But it is a match from... uh, we're talking June 9th, 1995, from AJPW Superpower Series 1995. Uh, believe like the 15th night tournament deal that was going on. But it is the team of Kenta Kobashi and Mitsuharu Misawa yeah. against ah! the Holy Demon Army team of Akira Tawe and Toshioaki Kawada. Oh, I'm really excited oh, for this. Boy. It, is, it is arguably the best tag team match ever. It's rated as such by a tremendous amount of people. And I actually agree with that. Like everything that you could want out of a tag team match in pro wrestling, like be it your psychology, your story, the programs in general, just fucking phenomenal. Awesome. Um, Kawada and Tawe are like your big, mean, nasty heel types that would just kick and choke the shit out of you. Kobashi's a really good kind of like underdog. And then Nassau just dominates is a hot tag type guy so yeah it's must watch fan must watch fantastic um drop that link to me in twitter as well the please because i, I don't, shall do i don't know what the hell is happening actually, with, yep. with our little recording i love how y'all are so prepared and i'm lounging on my bed like not even lying down really but also not really sitting up You're that's just great kind of like yeah, i'm in limbo right now this that's is fine. fine what i will call double chin pose oh wow all right and i'm nice. just yeah i'm just so you guys are all so prepared and I'm like, meh. <laughs> I am uh I am excited to watch that. That should be um a fantastic we we've had some fun with the uh the mid nineties Japan matches we've watched, I feel. We've had I really time. enjoyed them. Yeah, so this should be another certified banger, and we had no questions this week, so yeah. who gives a shit? Tr- yeah, trust me, King's Road was a wild beast in its own right during that mid nineties all Japan era for sure. You could take any combination of the four guys in this tag match that I just mentioned, and you'd get pretty much bangers on a consistent basis in singles bouts. Uh, Junakiyama came at around that portion as well during that era too, and he just fucking dominated. He was kind of like the original super rookie type guy before the Kurt Angles of the world came about. So. Hell yeah. Awesome. Well, Chris, thanks for joining us again. Um, where can the people find you? on the internet and uh thanks for clarifying because i was gonna say colorado where can they also where can I mean, they also that is, where, that is the state in within the united states that i do live in yes uh, uh but all the plugs me, yep pretty much you can find me through twitter and instagram which are my two main uh bits of usage at brazilian fury that's brazilian with an s instead of a z which is how uh, it's you, supposed to be spelled right yeah pretty that's much uh, it's just north america spells it with a z instead of an s i don't know i guess phonetically it works yeah uh reg- regardless you can find the podcast that i co-host co-edit co a lot of things on uh, that strong style story on twitter without the e in style you can check us out under the pro wrestling only network uh, pro wrestling only.com any method of podcasting be it your Podbeans, uh itunes stitcher we're pretty much on, on it all you can leave us ratings uh check out all the other great shows that are within that network as well days of thunder as we mentioned earlier yeah. in the show there's uh, greetings from allentown uh 
broadcast for WCCW stuff um, through the years, which is an ROH-focused one. So there's a good amount of variety programming altogether there for y'all to listen to. You might find something fun out of it. Or Perfect. not, you know, but I, I'm not your boss. I can't. <laughs> um, Fair enough. You can also find the, yeah, you can also find our blog at strongsnowstory at .tumblr.com. Jeff is currently in the process of moving from Indianapolis to Chicago, so the blog might Ooh. be on a little bit of a hiatus. And with that said, we eventually will need to do a G1 preview show that I might have to take point on. So, John, this is your open invitation Ooh. to come into that. Ooh, bring me on, so, brother. Let's yeah. do this. I'm down. <laughs> Yeah, because I feel for something like the G1, we need like a nice enough panel. So yeah, I'm starting to collect the Dragon Balls, if you will, for that. Awesome. Yeah, I am 100% down for that. And uh, let's see. For us, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at you Tornado can... <laughs> Tag Radio. Holy I moly. I shut the fucking gun. I don't Man, know Man, if this was rehearsal, I would have been like, Marianne, you stepped all over that line. Got to redo it. Got got to redo it, man. No, we're good. Uh, <laughs> but since it is not rehearsal, um, life isn't a dress rehearsal. One might say, "God, that was gag worthy." Yikes! Life um, is shoot week all ooh, week. Fuck. Every, um, every you week. can follow me on Twitter at Sailor Moon Salt, and you can follow John on Twitter at JP Thrice. You sub- You can. Sub- wow, you guys, what is happening with me? You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and now Spotify. And still SoundCloud. Uh, just search for Tornado Tag Radio. Please rate and review us as well. No stupid jokes about it this week. My brain can't handle it. Wow. Apparently. My God. Uh, head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com. Buy one of our Tornado Tag Radio shirts, a mug, a tote bag. I think those are all the things we have. A sweatshirt. No, don't buy a sweatshirt. We, it's really we hot promise. Out. We promise to change stuff every week and then don't. So <laughs> Yeah, we should get a new logo. I got to talk to Nia about that again. Anyway, <laughs> uh, support TTR and all of the other podcasts on the Night of the Living Geeks Network. Become a Patreon. I know Chris is. We appreciate that for sure. Uh, Patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. So join us again next week for episode 205 live. Uh, Marianne, there's only one thing left to do. So if you will. No, I want Chris to say it. Chris, say it in Portuguese. Of course I'm going to fucking freeze this particular <laughs> moment. <laughs> So, so, sorry, the inner American enemy is suddenly like doing like weird translations in my head and such. So let's just stick with the traditional for this time. Next time I'll have it. I, I promise. Ring the bell. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com. Music.